Welcome to the Crystal Join Podcast. My name is Carl. With me is C-Note. C-Note, how are you on this fine Sunday evening? I am doing great, Carl, on this quote-unquote Clashmas Eve because hot take, I think the, the new update is dropping tomorrow. What say you? That sounds perfect to me because, let me tell you, I definitely don't want to wait because I think that what Supercell did is take both your and our wish lists, add them together, and just give us literally everything we possibly wanted. Like, I don't know if there's anything that... Like, I can't, I couldn't ask for more in this update, say. I could ask for one more thing, but I don't want to be greedy. So, you know, I was kind of hoping for witches, but I will take oh. bowlers and, um, and golems, so... Yeah, so let's let's just hit it right with the update. We'll 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 eat our dessert first and talk about the troops because everyone the, the hot thing the chicks dig the long ball. C note, I don't know if you've heard that before. Chicks dig the long ball. I have popular uh, baseball expression there. Offense over defense. You know nobody's Absolutely. nobody's gonna care. I mean, approximately nobody's gonna care if you wield the golden glove, but if you hit fifty bombs, people are gonna care. Right. I mean, you can literally bat 210 as long as you have 50 bombs and over 100 RBIs and you'll be fine. Uh, and what's what's I think with the crown jewel for our podcast is the Yeti, because not only are you a huge Yeti fan just in general, I also am a pretty big Yeti fan. I would say, you know, not, you know, not obviously as much as you, but I, you know how much I love me a Yeti bomb. So uh, we'll, we'll start with that. Yetis get another level, 200 hit points, 20 DPS, and another Yeti might. I'm thinking the Yeti, the Yeti blimp, the Yeti bomb is going to be... I thought it was good right now. It's going to be fantastic then. Is this going to enough, be enough to tip you over the edge here for Yetis doing a big comeback? I think so. I, I mean, any kind of level up would help. And um, I mean, they're pretty strong now. I see people using uh, Yeti Smash quite a bit, so... Um, another level, uh, I would have to venture a guess that all these ground attackers that have been kind of sitting idle for so long will start to bring that attack back. Yeah, I agree. And we got we got to talk about, and we're just going to jump right into it. I think we're going to have to talk about the Yetis, I, what I'm going to term is uh, older brother, which is going to be the Super Bowler. Because I think we have to talk about these troops hand in hand, because we're talking about high housing space troops so the super bowler brand new super troop uh, it's going to be a big boy it's kind of in between a yeti and a super witch so to say but definitely is going to have its own niche so super bowler uh its little unique spot is going to be uh three bounces it's got splash on the last one for sure um 30 housing space it's 2000 hit points and 200 dps so it's a big boy um, and so you're only going to be able to fit a handful of them. And um, I, I think we got to talk about it with the Yeti, because I think they're going to be for like kind of those high tanky troops. I think they're going to be competing in the same space just a little bit. And I think the big thing is still going to be those Yetis can hit spring traps. So when you're looking at these two troops, so, you know, being the, the resident ground, like tanky ground attacker, what are you thinking about the Super Bowler? And are they... Are they actually competing in the same space, or am I crazy? I think you're crazy. <laughs> All right. Only because Tell me um, why. I only because now hear me out. Um, mm -hmm. Both the the bowlers housing space is thirty. That's yeah. really expensive, and so you're talking the price of a golem, which is obviously far tankier, mm -hmm. um, for the price of a super bowler, which 
I don't know. I, in the videos I saw, it didn't seem to last that long against defenses. I granted it had a couple hitting it, but um, I don't know that it's it's going to be the value that we're looking for. I, I'm sure I'm going to try and using it, but um, yeah, I, do, I don't. I'm not as excited as I thought I would be about this troop. So, so you, if you don't think they're competing in the same space, the Eddie and the Bowler for kind of smash attacks, so to say. Um, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth there. But what about the Super Witch? Do you, what do you think about heads up people? Because I think the big thing is you got to use up one of your Super Troop spaces. I think that's that's the big deal. Otherwise, I think that uh, I, I think that using Super Bowlers to farm, I would love to farm with them, but I'm definitely not going to use it as a, a troop space to eat up when I need it for um, other things like donating and whatnot. But uh, what do you think of that versus a Super Witch? If you had... What do you think people are going to do if they're kind of into those style attacks where it's like a handful of just big tanky troops, maybe with like a handful of healers? Which one do you think that people are going to go for? Well, they're going to go for the new shiny toy, of course, with the Super Bowler. Um, mm-hmm. And I can see that as like maybe a a funneling troop, you know, with, a, with say a base has a bunch of debris, you know, in and around it before you want to get into the core. I can see the Super Bowler being used as like a super troop. Or I mean, I'm sorry, uh, a funneling troop. Um, maybe throw an ice golem out and then the Super Bowler behind it to get all the debris out of the way. Um, but it, it's still, I can't get over. The housing cost is 30. And that's, to me, that's a lot. That's, you know, it's almost, ugh, that, like I said, it's it's the price of a golem, which gets you more value as far as the tankiness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to say that I am, other than maybe FCs, which, uh, spoiler alert, I do like once every two months I do an FC. I like never do them. Anyways, short of that, I'm never, (laughs) never, ever going to do the Super Bowlers because it's just a space. And I always have Super Wall Breakers rented. And uh, the other one is usually either Super Min, Super Wiz, or Sneaky Cobb. So like I'm honestly never going to use them. So it's just going to be... Um, seeing how the pros utilize them do you think do you think this is going to be um kind of like the new a new safe pro attack kind of like maybe the ground version of skybridge or do you think it's going to be kind of uh once the newness and the new hotness wears off it's going to be kind of a lost troop i think it's going to be a lost troop to be honest with you and i hate to say that because i like bowlers a lot but i think just the price of it alone um you may see a couple of splashed in here and there but I, I don't foresee it having any kind of longevity. Is and I could be wrong. I mean, you know, pros turn uh, Jai Barch into a, a three-star right. attack, so um, I, I can't sit here and say that they won't do something with it. And to be fair, I haven't seen it in action, so I can't, you know, for for sure say that it's not going to be the new hotness. But uh, you know, on paper, face value, uh, I don't know. I think if they had lowered it to maybe twenty or twenty-five housing space, I think that probably would have enticed people to use it more all right so uh so so you're thinking that maybe it's going to be a troop that uh goes by the way of maybe the the super barb or something like that where it's like once in a millennium you see them but what, what do you think of the looks because the the initial thing that i've heard people say is that it looks like michelangelo from tmnt what do you what do you think of it looking like a blue teenage mutant Ninja Turtle? I, I like the look the, of the new bowler, but I, I, to be honest with you, I thought it was going to be green to kind of match, you know, the color theme that they have going on now. And I, I know, you know, green is one of your eye candy colors, and I thought for mm-hmm. sure that you would be hoping for the same. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, th- I mean, I do think they look cool. I just, 
with like a lot of these super troops, um, it's just so the the opportunity cost is so much. Otherwise, I feel like this is one that I would have been excited about because I think they look cool. I think they'd be super good for farming once you're done with dark, which I don't think is going to take long because we just have a couple of troops and then we're back to having nothing to do with dark. So um, I'm actually pretty excited about the troop. I just don't think you'll see the light of day like you're saying. Yeah, and, and I mean, let's be honest. I, I know what you're excited about. Uh, actually, two things you're excited oh, about. Uh, huge deal. And Yes, and, and without further ado, I know that is the hog rider. Oh, yeah. So we, I think we need to talk about the hogs and the miners together because um, I think even though that these troop um, levels have been announced for like literally a hot second, people have already talked about the new hybrid to death, whether or not it's going to work or not. So like you totally hit the nail on the head, C-Note. I am super hyped for the hogs, not necessarily homies or hybrid, but definitely the hogs. And when you look at the stats... The hogs, the delta between the old level and the new level is, I think it's still a decent jump for both the miners and the hogs, but the hogs definitely got more. So like the hogs went up 110 hit points to 100 and hogs are not as tanky as miners. And then 13 DPS to 8 DPS um, increase. So I think that the, I already thought that the hogs just needed a little something. I still feel like the hogs running into the king because you use all your tricks to get rid of the queen and the RC. I still think the hogs and the king is a big problem because that's what's been happening with me. And you can only take so many head headhunters before you feel, you know, bad that you're wasting a kajillion space on headhunters. Um, but yeah, so the hogs are the super hype for me, and I honestly think they're going to be pretty darn good. What do you think of the hogs? You know. Yeah, I like it. I I almost look at this since it's they're doing hogs and miners at the same time. I almost look at this as a gift from Supercell for, you know, all those hybrid attackers. Um, you know, before the air meta came out, it's almost like Supercell saying, "We're sorry. Here's your here's your hybrid attack back." Mhm. Yeah. Um, and and I mean, that's great. Uh I wasn't a big hybrid user before as our, mm -hmm. you know, CWL bet would indicate, but um you know, I'm, I'm happy that in general that ground is coming back. Yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic. And I'm even, I uh, watched uh, Papa Itsu's videos just kind of getting his hot takes because, I mean, if anyone's going to be able to predict the meta the best, I think it's, I think he's definitely one of the ones. And he kind of thought that hybrid wasn't going to be quite as good as people are going to make it out to be, but I... Sure as shit, no, people are going to try real hard because they're going to think it's going to be the new the new thing coming back. What what old is new again? I know that people are really going to be trying hard once they get both troops leveled up. Yeah, and we've seen this. I mean, people are still, to this day, with even with the air meta as popular as it is, people are still using hybrid. Um, I know we've seen it in several of our wars, and in some cases where, like, I, I want to say, like, 65% of the attacks were hybrid. So... This will just uh, reaffirm, you know, what they're trying to do. And I don't see that, you know, going away anytime soon. Yeah, so we so we hit Hogs and Miners, Yeti Super Bowlers. We briefly touched, you know, obviously with the Super Bowler comes a new bowler level, the golem level that you're super hyped about. Let's just, before we hit the nerfs, because there's going to be a tiny bit of nerfs, and I know that Agent's going to wet himself when he hears this. I, so I asked, well, I mean, we'll just we'll just do it. So they're nerfing uh, Dragon Rider range a little bit less. The Inferno drag ramp up a little bit slower. 
Um, those are like the two big ones. The Yak Splash actually is huge. So that way, like, just for instance, the Yak Splash won't like kill a whole bunch of skellies, skelly traps at the same time. Um, talk to Agent about this. He's a little bit worried because he's literally been wrecking bases at like a 80% hit rate. It's like something just absolute insane with Riders and Inferno Drags. Um, so we'll just recap it all. So the nerfs, the buffs... Is this enough to push ground where you want it to be, Sino, to kind of even the playing field? Or do you think that air is still going to be really good? Or do you think that the little bit of nerf to Dragon Riders is going to make it so that uh, Lalo is still very good, but hard to do? And then maybe the Dragon Spam will kind of be down where ground attacks are going to be? Well, let me first say that... (laughs) They could have buffed any ground troop, and and I would have been on board because uh, I'm so <laughs> sick of air and yeah. uh, and uh, nerfing the the inferno drags. I don't know. I've heard different of opinions on those. Uh, you know, some say that you know the the timing isn't going to make a big difference. Others say it is. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll have to wait and see on that. But um, I think that there's a lot of people that like the skybird attack or a variance of that. And I think they're going to continue to use it um, because it has had so much success. I mean, anybody that plays Clash, you're not going to leave something that has been successful for, I don't know, what, about five, six months now? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're not going to leave that, you know, until it's proven that it just doesn't work anymore. So if if people are still tripling with that, then they're, they're going to use it. And then the people that love the hybrid attack prior to the air meta, they're going to go back to that because that's the, you know, I still hear people say, you know, how much they love that attack and how fun it is. So mm-hmm. I can't, I, I think you're going to see a split, to be honest with you. We're using fun pretty loosely, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I saw you triple with it quite a bit and it didn't look like you were not having fun. So I, mean, I have to assume. Yeah, I, I wasn't proud about it. I went hidden shame when I skyprinted. <laughs> but I, I mean, I've seen you do well with it. I, I'm curious to see where you go because you know you're, you're very good with Lalo. You're very, very good with with hybrid. I've as as far as I've seen, and then we know you're. I'm sorry, skybrid, and we know you're a hybrid god. So. Uh, I guess my question would be, where are you leaning on this? Are you going to stick with the sky, or are you going to go back to ground? Uh, it's gonna. So I still think that probably sixty percent of my attacks are going to be fifty to sixty are going to be Lalo, and then I think that the rest of I think fifty to sixty percent is going to be Lalo. I think like thirty percent is going to be Hogs, and then the rest is just going to be like whatever I kind of feel like the base is. Um, but I feel I feel like I'm not gonna do. I'm definitely gonna try homies a whole bunch. But I feel like in the end, uh, hogs hogs were just working because I did try um, to do uh, a lot of. Uh, I still was trying hybrid and hogs at TH14 even before all this, and it seemed like hogs were actually working out a lot better for me than hybrid was. So I think I'm gonna keep mostly on hogs, but um, like Lalo's just too good especially against like bad base designs or old base designs it's just it's just too um it's just like too easy to i mean it like it definitely has a chance where you could totally flop and get like a 60 percent one star but uh with just all the reps now i definitely gonna keep with lalo for i mean forever basically so you're saying that you're gonna kind of ditch the miners on the hybrid attack and go yeah. more mass hogs 
Yeah, and I and I heard Itsu when I was when I was listening to the pop at Itsu. He was uh, he was talking about um, he did one phrase that I'm sure that people you know just glossed over. He talked a lot about a skelly donut, forty hogs, and when he said that as being good. Um, not just a niche, but like a good attack. I got very giddy. I'm I'm about that life. <laughs> <laughs> I I can see your eyes lighting up as soon oh, as you no. saw hogs on the list of um of troops that were getting buffed. So I think your eyes just kind of stopped there, and you were like, "I'm good." Um, so if if the air takes a step back, or even like a partial step back, it's pretty much going to be because of the expo. The new expos. So, what did you? Th- was it enough defenses going up? I know the expos are pretty key, and they put out a lot of a lot of firepower, and they take a lot of hit points to kill. Is that enough to kind of like? Did offense go up more than defense? Vice versa, stay the same because they did mortars and uh, and expos. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, it's not something that we didn't know was coming. You know, mm-hmm. they they saved expos pretty much till the end and mortars. Um, I've never really considered mortars a huge deal. I mean, they do damage, but you can kind of, you, no one I've, I've ever heard plans around mortars. Um, expos are a little different. Um, they're going to hit a little harder and, and we kind of just knew that was going to come. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it really, it's going to beg the question of how people adjust their defenses to, you know, cause now we're making ground relevant again. And there's going to be a mixture of ground and air. So what do you do? You know, you see so many bases putting their expos on ground only. And, you know, that's when you're using air and then vice versa. Um, So it really kind of begs the question, how are people going to adjust to that as far as defensively? Are they going to leave two and two, three and one? Um, You know, and that really will dictate if if you've gotten even halfway decent at air during this whole time, this whole air meta. Yeah. You, you really have to consider like, hey, I can go air because all their expos are on ground or I can go ground because I've got more time before my troops hit those expos, you know, with the spacing. So um, I, I'm really curious to see how people will adjust their defenses to now kind of having the hybrid and the skybrid relevant. Mm-hmm. You kind of made me think of something about how LOL mort- mortars are. Is there a defense in Clash that had the bigger, the biggest difference Say like from like the low town halls, like town hall, like whatever, three, four, five, how intimidating the mortar was when you were those town halls to how you don't care about them at the higher. Is there a, is there a defense as a bigger Delta to being intimidating on the low end and then like absolutely don't care about it on the high end? Is there another defense that's like has a bigger uh, s- split between those? No, I mean, really. <laughs> the the mortar hasn't been relevant since you were like town hall five through maybe seven mm-hmm. depending on what you used at seven because uh, for me it was always like can i get my wall breakers to the wall you know mm-hmm. i have to time it so that they don't get wrecked before they hit the wall and do their job so really that's the only thing that i've ever planned for uh other mm-hmm. than that i mean a mortar hasn't even <laughs> I, I i'm guilty of not even looking at them when i'm scouting a base so yeah and uh, spoiler alert: Little Timmy is gonna finish tonight. I decided to upgrade him, so rip. What? Yeah. Oh, hot take. Yeah, I mean, to f- like, I've never had a hundred percent fully maxed space before, like all the way, including every single wall segment. And I feel like after this update, um, 
with these these levels and only doing 50 more wall segments, I feel like I could have a 100% fully maxed base. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Because my, my second account still has little Timmy 2.0. So I will have a little Timmy. It'll just be on dip, not my main. <laughs> oh man you you i feel like you've caved to peer pressure i think not nah, um yeah. green arrow got to you yeah i mean he's like he said he would give the clan back if i upgraded timmy um another hot take i don't think he is i think that was a hostile takeover and the clan is never coming out of his grasp ever again <gasps> <laughs> are we gonna have like blake come out of the woodwork and uh <laughs> and when he hears the rumor that little timmy's been upgraded yeah, apparently or, I'm sorry, Drake, excuse me. Oh, yeah. He showed up on stream the other day. Did you see that? I did not. Oh, yeah, he popped in stream. We had, like, uh, we had, on the time of the stream, we had, oh, yeah, so, I mean, we're jumping all over the place. But on stream, so first of all, let's talk a little bit about our top five lists, because they were polarizing. So, you know, I don't know if, did you, did you see the feedback both ways about your girls list and my guys list? What happened after we did those lists? I did. Yes. Oh my God. You got so much mad props for your list and I got so much hate and it wasn't like, you know, hate, like, Hey, how come you guys each did like a different, like you guys did the same topic, but different lists. It was no, 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 no. They're like, how dare you put those guys on your list here's let me tell you all the guys that look way better than the guys you put on your list first of all it's my list motherfuckers it's my list <laughs> let me have my list second of all i did appreciate all the opinions and let me tell you people that was the most of all the topics we've ever had i feel like this one has gotten the most feedback out of all the after dark topics we've ever talked about i could not stop getting feedback about this topic yeah, it was it was definitely a, a big topic. I know I got quite a few DMs on my list. And to be honest with you, I mean, how do you go wrong with Halle Berry as your number one? So, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I really, you know, couldn't mess that up. Yeah. And the biggest one is I got so much hate for Daniel Craig being on my list. I don't think he looks bad. I think he looks great. What is wrong with Daniel Craig? Uh I'm kind of with Ink. I'm on Ink's side on that. I oh. know he called you out for that. So wow, yeah. Ink wasn't yeah, I, the only one, by the way. <laughs> but I, but I told you, you know, at the end of the podcast that I would have put Jason Momoa um, or Michael B. Jordan at the top if I was doing an all. Oh, absolutely. List. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with. I, I couldn't disagree with those. They were definitely on my list. Could have been number one. He's no Alex's name. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. But then on the stream, we had on the stream at one time, not including you and me, we had how many? We had like three or four podcasters, like three or like a streamer, like three or four YouTubers. Like we had like half of the chat was minor microscopic internet celebrities all at once. If you, if you didn't catch that, see. I did. Yes. No, that I did crazy. see that. Yeah. We um, were rubbing elbows with royalty. I know we were, we were like the scrubs. We were like the peasants that got to visit the castle for like a hot second. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the, we were at the kids table. Yeah. Oh, and Inc. is more with Bruce Lee. I agree. Bruce Lee is amazing. Like, there's t the problem is there's too many people to put on your list. And we have a we have an after dark list coming up. C note, and we talked about this pre show, was that there was like so much stuff. We just I like messaged you know like okay normal C2J thing like you had a topic we're gonna do a top five and then I start putting things on there and I'm like I got way too many so I just like we all of a sudden it was like a top ten with honorable mentions. There are just like so many things to put on the list. 
Yes. Uh, and I, I, <laughs> I'm actually glad that you kind of came back at me with, you know, let's do a top 10 because I hadn't started my list at that point. But when I did do my list, I'm like, oh, thank God I have 10. And I still struggled to get that many. So that means I spent a lot of time in my, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, yeah, let's just say I um, <laughs> I stared blankly into one of the uh, technological devices of the 90s. Oh, there we go. Um, I mean, I guess, so we'll just wrap it up because we went on this whole like rampage over um, our, ta- our list last go around. But is there anything else you want to talk about the update coming other than we're both super hyped and I think that more or less we got everything we could possibly want? The the hype is real, Carl. I am in other um, Discord servers talking to people. They're 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 hyped about ground coming back, and I'm so excited to see what the pros and what the streamers come up with for ground attacks. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm going to be out there raiding, trying different things as well. But I'm I'm totally going to be on board with you know YouTube and watching what they do. Um, I'm. I'm I'm loving it. I, I cannot wait um, for this to happen, and I, I'm crossing my fingers it's tomorrow. Uh, so before we transition, talking about I mean we already talked about the stream a little bit, the uh, the friendly war that we did. Uh, See, so, you now I'm going to have to call you out a little bit. You've kind Uh-oh. of been in hiding, planning this like super secret attack or something like that. I've been trying to like get you to spoil any part of this attack that you've been doing because you've been in a super secret clan doing some R&D on Clash. So is this update going to screw up all this fancy R&D you've been doing with this like secret attack you've been planning? Yeah, it probably is. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's But it actually will probably make it better, to be oh, honest with you. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I've, I've been the mad scientist hiding out in the lab for the last month. Um, and in all honesty, just working on other accounts that I have, trying to make them bigger, um, trying not to neglect them so much, and um, just kind of getting back to my roots as far as, you know, it's, like I said, I've been very frustrated with air, so um, I felt like I had to experiment and do things. And I feel like when I'm in the main clan, you know, you get a lot of eyes on you, and it's like, ah, I don't want that kind of pressure. I just want to experiment, and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to fail on things. So let me just step aside i'm in a friend's clan and it's just him and i pretty much and a couple others that don't play that much and um i'm just i'm experimenting and having fun sweet well i'm looking forward to you to debrief us on like the whole process of your uh, experimentation then for your your attack strat then as long as i get the trademark that's all i ask <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, trademarks you know okay so friendly war just really quick to catch everyone up uh Hero and Historian versus, uh, so Hero Hero and Historian Friendly War, it was a couple of banned troops, it was drags, dragon riders, super whiz, and loons, uh, so it, it was super fun, there was definitely a lot of grudge matches in there, um, so we, we streamed a chunk of it. I will say, see note that I was trying to channel my inner mords, and I might have been drunk at the end of the stream on Great Primo Bosses. And that's why, like, literally at the end, I had no idea. Like, I still had one attack left, and I was, I hit Frosty, and I literally just spammed, like, a couple of Ice Hounds and Loons in a circle, and I kind of didn't even know what happened after that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so so there was the, the trade that happened. Uh, between you and Peter, and I will tell you 
that Peter is kind of your nemesis, but he also took up the mantle of being one of my nemesis as well. So what do you think about Peter basically throwing down that he wants, he's, his head is so large that he wants to be both of our nemeses together at one time. What do you think of that? Well, I, I guess this is probably as good a time as any to tell you that um, there may have been a bounty on you and Peter may have carried that bounty out. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> and um, I, I, not that I want to name drop here, but um, Ink and myself may have had a part in that. And um, Oh, you motherfuckers. We, 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 um, and you're not alone in this, Carl. Um, we actually went on and um, put bounties on the Patreon co-host, uh, <laughs> Kitten. And uh, oh, wow. Kat went after her. So, um, wow. yeah. <laughs> we uh, we were up to regular, you know, C2J shenanigans. No one's safe. Yeah. So Peter came after me with Super Archers. So <laughs> He did, yes. Surprise gift. So Peter came at me with Super Archer. Uh, like, I think it was like a warden walk into Super Archers, which was pretty cool. Loved the attack. I was actually kind of surprised that he did that. I thought he was going to do something a little bit more mainstream. So kudos to you. And then uh, and then the one... We'll talk about my... So obviously I was going to attack Hero. There's like nothing that was going to matter. That I, Even if Hero got tripled, I was going to attack him. So I attacked Hero, which I'll mention in a second. But um, just like a couple of attacks, the note, and I know there was like tons of fun attacks. Um, I'll just kind of go through my list, so you know, and tell me what you think and hit a couple of the ones that uh, you that caught your eye. So Peter hit me with Super Archers. The huge one was uh, I didn't know what hero was going to do attacking us, but he went mass witches, no healers, nothing. Basically, like literally just like whatever, 14 witches or something like that. And they did way better than I thought they were going to do against bases like fully maxed TH14s with at least two multi-infernos. He got like a 90% something two-star and he even somehow tripled your base, which I thought was like very ironic that he tripled the the Witch King himself. But um, what what did you think of Hero's attacks? Because those mass witches like surprised me super well, super a lot. You wanted me to be honest. I, I fucking hated it because he tripled me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, part of me, it was bittersweet because part of me was like, oh, wow, he just proved that witches are still relevant. Um, and then the other part was just like, oh, my God, he just tripled me with mass witches. And I know he doesn't use that on a regular basis. So right? he just threw him out there and it worked. Like, talk about throwing darts at a board and just having them stick in the middle. I mean, I was like, what the hell? And like... I was commenting his attacks because he did them on stream. And I will say that every single spell in, in his Warden Tome was absolutely perfect. Like, literally, anytime I was like, okay, there's a high damage spot, like, he would have a freeze or his Tome or something. Like, I, I think that they might have overperformed a little bit just because he was... Or maybe just fucking Hero is so good that, like, he just can do stuff like that but i feel like the spell placement was like absolutely perfect and they and it wasn't like it wasn't like we were just holding off for deer you know deer like at the very end of the attack being like is this really going to get it like he kind of like stormed through the base like not like smashed it but definitely got it yeah he did uh and uh there's irony there because that was one of the bases that he gave us. Uh, so he, <laughs> right. he essentially smashed his own base. 
Oh man. Um, I got to I got the spot tip uh, tripling cat with super witches, which was super fun. There was way more Valks than I expected. For some reason, everyone went was on the Valk train, and that was like super fun to see. Um, Wu tripled knob, which was perfect. Love that. And then um, I came at Hero, and I wanted to try to do, like, you know me, so you know, like, I was going to try to do each phase was almost like, it, just like an exercise, and if I could do it. So, like, I did uh, a Skelly Donut opener to get the CC and a Scatter, which I did right after no- I was trying to help Nob with a Skelly Donut, and Nob blames me for his Skelly Donut not working, and then mine worked, so I blamed it, it not working on his user error. So that was fun. <laughs> and then, uh, so after that, I sneaky gobbed his town hall, which was like, I had the wall break into the town hall and basically like throw the sneakies at, at it, like wait a couple seconds and then put an invis because the travel path was like so far. And there's like some Teslas there. So I um, basically when the, the funnel sneaky gobs pop, that was like my tanking for my super wall breaker. Luckily it made it in. And then uh, I did a Yeti bomb to cut the funnel for a double regular golem, king queen only Sui, which was the first time I've done a double regular golem, king queen only Sui, like ever at Town Hall 14. And then I followed it up with like 20 hogs uh, with my warden and like five headhunters or something because I hogged into like uh, two. I hogged into the king and the queen. So I did like 20 hogs and five headhunters with the uh, the warden. And I, I I didn't get it. It was a 90% two star, but it was like super close. And I bet the hero was a little bit nervous in the middle of that attack. Oh, no doubt. And I mean, that's that's what makes these these events these friendlies or whatever so much fun is because it brings out like the creativity in everybody and i know that's like right up your alley oh yeah love that kind of stuff but i will say and i'll, I'll kick it to you here to for your thoughts on it i will say the definitely the mass witches by hero definitely stole the show for me yeah at my expense <laughs> <laughs> and i think i was the only what 14 in the top five that was tripled so yeah, that would that that kind of hurt the old pride a little bit. I mean, if you any if anybody was going to do it with any troop, you couldn't have picked a better guy and a better troop, though, right? Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't surprise me with the the timing that you were talking about with him because um, he is so good with timing, you know, spells, troops, um, everything. Um, you, you know, we've watched him Blizzard a million times, and that's all timing. So. Uh, he is incredibly good at that. So that part of it doesn't surprise me. Again, it's kind of like, well, he did it to me, though. So, um, uh, you know, I, I kind of have a biased opinion on that. Uh, was there any other attacks or shenanigans that uh, that took you? I mean, you were the, the main instigator. You and Ink were the main instigator of shenanigans. Is there any other secrets you want to tell us? Um, I can't think of any. Uh, we We kind of had it in our heads as soon as the draft was over that there was going to be bounties. So, um, you know, we, we had that like super secret meeting with Kat and Peter and uh, being the good sports that they are uh, agreed to hit you and kitten. And um, the, the most shenanigans I saw was really on the stream. There was just a lot of, um, a lot of joking around, a lot of laughing and um, Mm -hmm. really a lot of good spirits going around. Yeah, a lot of Carl defending his top five shirtless dude pick or dude movies. 
Tons yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. There's oh, <laughs> a lot of mud flying. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah. So thanks to everyone that came out to the stream. Thanks for everyone who signed up and did the war. Super fun. Uh, I thought, and I thought that uh, that the attacks, even the goofy ones, did way better than people thought. I think they just need. I think the the banning troop thing was pretty cool because it kind of forced people. Like maybe. Um, maybe we're just kind of underrating some of these attacks because the, the air meta and the dragons are just like a, a little bit too far ahead of everybody. But I feel like that the banning of the troops helped show people that, um, with a good plan and, uh, that these, some of these troops that might be a little bit off meta aren't quite as bad as people, people think they are. What do you, what do you think of that hot take? Yeah, I agree. I, I think you very easily could have called this the YOLO war because there was just so many different variances uh, going on. And and it was actually nice to see a lot of ground attacks going on and not really, not the, the fails that you would think they were. You know, yeah. they, they were coming very close, um, especially I, I know I used Valks and um, had a lot of fun doing it. I didn't triple, obviously, but um, it was still a lot of fun using it. Yeah, I still think that Valk, I mean, even though the Valks did better than I expected them to, just bases, they just need a rework. Like, they just need to quit screwing around with these, like, tiny little buffs. Like, when they did that, like, Valk gets that, like, tiny little itty-bitty buff that nobody can even see. They just need to rework the troop, because it just totally doesn't work with buildings smashed next to each other these days. No, and really, nobody has... Like that, that kind of base style was like so Town Hall Nine, where you mm -hmm. smashed everything together and the Valks could just crush it. Um, mm -hmm. You don't see many of those bases at the higher levels. They spread them out and you know, hoping for a time fail or you know, def giving defenses a better chance to target before the troops get there. So, really, Valks don't stand a chance in, in current day. Pretty much from, in my opinion, from I don't know Town Hall Eleven on. I mean, and really not that much in Town Hall Ten. Well, hopefully, hopefully they get what maybe maybe after they kind of uh, get TH fifteen under wraps for development that they can start thinking about maybe uh, a couple of reworks or some balancing on some of those troops because I feel like it's kind of due TBH. I do, yeah, I do too. All right, make uh, Valks, Valks relevant again. <laughs> <laughs> make Valks Bay again. Yes. Isn't that weird to say these days? Um, okay, so uh, a few other shenanigans in C2J. One is we have <laughs> a new uh, clan in the family. So, you know, why don't you tell the peeps what's going on with that? Uh, we do. We have um, we have Wolfpack that has joined us, uh, and their leader is Blake. And um, I've known, me myself have known Blake and some of the members of Wolfpack for years. Um, so they approached us and said they wanted to join the family and we were happy to have them. So we are now up to six clans in the C2J family. Look at us go. The little podcast uh, that could. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, we're, we're just getting bigger by the month, it seems. Oh. Uh, and then I, I don't think anybody saw this coming, but out of the woodwork came Lucky, the... The old, the old host of the show, Lucky, finally posted his kilt pick, and I think he took us all by surprise. Number A, like A, that he was still around, and then B, he like did the pick, which I think I thought eventually he was gonna do it, but it was just kind of surprising out of the blue. He's like, "Today's the day," and then he posted it. So, what do you think about uh, Lucky posting his pick from the old bet? That was 
totally out of left field, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, that talk crazy. about like just picking a random day. <clears throat> um, I mean, it was good to see him, um, you know, settle up on his bet. And I know you guys were happy. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of came in at the the tail end of of Lucky's, um, you know, tenure, I guess, as far as um, playing the game regularly and, mm-hmm. and being on the podcast. So I didn't get a chance to know him that well. I know him a little bit. Um, really good dude. And it was, yeah, it was, it was good to kind of just see him talking mm-hmm. in the Discord again. And then mostly, you know, it, he finally paid up on his bet. So he had to like collect all the gear. I don't know what you, I'm going to mess up the phrasing and get in trouble for this, but he had to collect all of his gear to be able to have the authentic uh, thing to wear. And then you can only wear it for a special occasion. So apparently the stars had to align where there was the occasion, there was the gear and someone with a uh, camera to be able to make all that happen. Oh, okay. So it's not something that he could have just, done in his bedroom and stood in front of a mirror doing right <laughs> evidently not i okay. don't he seems like he seems like a very um a little bit more of like a formal individual so i feel like he would have thought that to actually do it correctly he would need an event to like participate in and dress up for so i think that's okay. why he did that but that's fair that's yeah. fair are you going to use that excuse for the um shirtless lawn mowing <laughs> oh my god oh my goodness i'm actually like i totally you know this is like totally right on my alley i will tell you that i think that karma caught up with me or i jinxed myself because shortly after that i fucking hurt myself so i literally haven't worked out for a week because i've been on fucking girlfriend lockdown won't let me do shit so that's been fun not really but i've been getting a lot of farming in because of it so your six pack went to a four pack (laughs) (laughs) yes we'll see i mean i'm still gonna post a picture oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh no i'm still gonna i'm still i'm still still, oh good thing he deleted it that was getting weird uh no it should be fun and i'm sure that uh i'm sure that uh tip is still grinding out those abs in crossfit so i'm sure he's gonna be ready to go yeah it's um i mean it's going to be a fun competition, to say the least. Hopefully, you guys, <laughs> by the time CWL ends, uh, it's not really going to be lawn mowing weather. So oh, maybe uh, maybe shirtless dishwashing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's actually raining pretty decent right now outside. So I was even thinking about that as you were saying it. I'm like, I don't think the lawn's getting mowed again this year. So I'll have to come up with something. <laughs> shirtless vacuuming how dare you how dare you (laughs) that Um, might be a good one too yeah oh my god okay um what else we got oh um so ink has his annual draft war coming up and like i think that you and i were having too much fun with it because you and i were super trolling uh jess and cat to make that we would never forgive them unless they didn't draft us on their team and there's four captains so i mean there's a there's a high probability that we'll just go on whatever team but i think that that's been super funny just making sure like basically uh not only saying we won't forgive them but then also trying to convince them that we're worthy of being on their team correct and um i just want to take this time to remind Cat and Jess, that there are five shopping, six shopping days, and I am hopefully still on the list. There we go. 
Like I was actually trying to, to, to think about this and it's uh, strictly just for content for the podcast, but I'm going to do it anyways, even superficial content, shockingly enough. So I was like, if I was to put like my Clash resume out there for them to, and I know this is just for funsies, obviously this is not like, you know, for a prize pool or anything like that. And I was like, okay, so why would they pick me? Like they've for sure seen like quite a few of my attacks, but most of the time I'm just like, kind of screwing around the only thing that we did that was like semi-serious was that 5v5 um scrim team so you know and i was like based on that would they even be willing to pick me so i was like trying to think about that because i was like i mean i did okay like how many wars do we do do we do like eight wars is that how many wars we did in the scrim match uh yeah because we had a bye week so yeah it was eight yeah eight wars so i got i was like so if they were like paying attention to it like I mean, there's we, we didn't record the results of, like, who got... Like, there's no metadata, like, for, like, the box score about, like, oh, you're in your season. This was, like, what your percentage was and your hit rate. But, like, I got a couple of triples. I went for, like, three for eight in triples, which is not too bad. I was like, eh, that's, like, fine. But then, like, when they listened to me talk about it on the podcast, I was, like, hungover for two attacks. I was doing, like, mass hogs on one... Like, all the stuff that I'm talking about, like... Needles, I mean, I did get a couple of triples, but, like, all the other stuff, there's, like, no reason at all that they wouldn't pick, like, why would they pick me? Because all my stuff that I'm doing is totally not, like, you know, like, good teammate material, if that makes sense. And your legend trophies are low. <laughs> yeah, I don't have <laughs> no legend trophies. I'm hum- hungover for 25% of my attacks. It's, you know, just a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> I had to throw that in there because I don't think they've changed in like what seven years. Oh no, yeah, December of 2016 is the last time I got any Legends trophies. Oh boy, 45 no, I, 45 minutes per raid back in the day. I yeah, I remember those days. Only um, time I played I, the sound. I I think that you're gonna get in based on the Golden Boys. Um, I think that's what's gonna what's yeah. gonna get you in. Uh, yes. <laughs> Who do, you, who do you think you're going to get drafted by? Do you think you're going to get drafted by the friends of the show, Kat and Jess, or do you think it's going to be one of the other two captains? Honestly, I see this playing out. Um, I think Kat and Jess will probably intend to draft one, of one, if not both of us, but mm-hmm. I think that they have other allegiances you know, within their families that they'll probably draft oh, them no. first and will probably um, slip to either Mar or Shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, and their team, which is perfectly fine, but um, yeah, I, I think I see that playing out where you know they've got others that they're committed to, so we may fall in the draft. So what you're saying is we're like their fun side piece? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you know we're <laughs> we're we're that um that that bag of cookies on the shelf that you really don't need at the grocery store and you kind of want it but you know you shouldn't and then you know by the time you change your mind and go back to that aisle they're gone we're the clasher like on a friday night when you're done with your movie but you're not quite done with like the beer that you had opened we're we're the ones that you dial up drunk dial for fcs on a friday night we're not your your main your main call right yeah yeah (laughs) Where your wow. where your FC call, which in clash terms is your booty call. Yeah, where their clash booty call. That's great. <laughs> the the new the new low of my life. Where not only am I second fiddle, I'm second fiddle in the video game like that. It's fun times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm right there with you. I mean, 
between me and you, you're going first. And so, um, I, you know, I may be, I don't know, somewhere around the sixth or seventh round. Uh, how many many people, do we know how many people have signed up yet? Ink is Uh, in here to tell us. Yeah, Ink Ink has been keeping it kind of hush-hush, so I I, I haven't heard. All I know is that there's captains. I don't even know who has first pick, to be honest with you. Do you? No. I, I, like, I set, there's, like, the little thing where you can, like, click to get notified when the draft starts, so I click that, and it's, like, October 2nd, right? Isn't it the 2nd? Yes. 60 people signed up. Holy shit. Okay. That's a lot of people. We're definitely getting picked, like, bottom half for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, well. All for funsies. It's, just, and it's not going to stop the shenanigans that we're going to oh, have. No, so. absolutely not. But that's, you know what? That's just less stress on us, you know. And if we're a low pick, like, if we're in the NFL draft and we get drafted in, like, sixth round, if we, like, you know, become an average player, that's, that's a win for the draft. You know what I mean? For your position, you get drafted. That is true. Yeah, that is a good way to look at it. So, um, pride aside, yeah, <laughs> I could use the the less pressure, but um, I'm still kind of secretly hoping to go in the top ten. Ooh, top ten, huh? Yeah, wow, that's just between right. me and you and everybody, <laughs> the other five listeners. There we go. I mean, <laughs> shit, we got like ten live listeners now, so that's, that's oh, all right, secrets yeah. out. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, do we even need to recap any? So CWL is right around the corner clan games is ending do we even need to recap any of these bets i feel like everyone knows the bets and we're mildly entertained and also it's kind of gross tbh oh i know yeah you're talking about a bet in particular that you probably don't want to talk about yeah, we i deleted the foot fetish channel too too early so we had to re-add in the painted toenails challenge which there's another there's like three people doing it now right there's hero ink and is there somebody else that's doing it now Oh, no, I, I don't know. I didn't hear. Yeah, there's a third person, but I can't remember who it is. Somebody have to I mean, type it in chat. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, there's a third person uh, that's in on the bed, which is crazy. But I think on. Knob is typing, but... Um, Green Arrow oh. painted snails are fun. They're already painted. All he's got to do is take the picture of it and put his name on his foot. Um, all right. Yeah, uh, I'll confess it's me. Oh, it is! Oh, that's right, damn it. How did I forget about that? <laughs> I, yes, I, I am the third crazy oh, person. Oh, you just got called out too, so you couldn't have hit from that. There we go. Yes, uh, yep, she's right. I I am. I, I let Ink talk me into it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's a good thing you got all those to- toenail painting tips the other day. Yeah, I might need some more. We may have to have a, a voice chat on technique because I, you know, I've never done that before. God. So there's there's another person. Who's the fourth person? I don't even want to know. Oh, uh, I, now see, I truly don't know who the fourth one is. Oh, well, Hammer will have to type it. Okay. Um. So you, I mean, account progress. I don't really have anything. You might as well. You might as well talk about what you did. So it sounds like you were um, hitting up a few accounts, getting them better. Um. I. Uh... I've had like accounts. Well, all right. Don't go crazy. I started a fourteenth account. Oh no! <laughs> Don't go crazy. I started a fourteenth. That's what the man tells me. So if if <laughs> if we rewind and go back to the trivia that we had with Fury Knob and Arrow, Fury would now be right with his answer of fourteen because now I do have fourteen. Um, 
but uh, aside from that, I, I've had a lot of accounts teetering um, between nine and 10, 10 and 11. So I really just kind of got it in my head and pushed. So I had three town hall 10s that I pushed to 11. So now I have three baby 11s. And I had two town hall eights that I pushed to nine and legitimately pushed. I'm not talking about rushing. Um, I legitimately pushed them to nine. Um, so I feel like my little arsenal is getting stronger and, and all about, you know, working on um, the current, the 13 that I have. He's kind of like a mid range 13 and then a, um, uh, yeah, just the, just kind of pushing the 11s uh, as far as I can before CWLs. Sweet. And uh, Nob just told me today that Dip's pets are better than his. So, I mean, I don't want to call anyone out on the podcast or anything, but come on, Nob. Oh, boy. Oh, and we have, I think we have an answer. I don't know. You have to look in podcast commentary. I think the fourth is Hammer. <laughs> oh, boy. <gasps> on the toenail challenge. All right. I mean, I guess we're up to four. And, and I have seen Hammer in person, and I have to say from experience, he's got... So if his feet are anything like legs, he's fine. Wait, you kind of cut out on that. What did you say about his legs? I said I've I've seen Hammer in person, uh-huh. and I have to say that he's got some pretty sexy legs. <laughs> so <laughs> if if the legs are any if his feet are anything like his legs, and he is the fourth person in this contest, I think he'll be okay. Wow. I mean, I didn't think we could make it weirder than we did. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to have a legs channel now. So legs channel. Uh... <laughs> All right, let's do producers. Hero, Killer, Green Arrow, Navi. Cedo, E4, Hammer. Wizard Wu, Miss P, Queen C, Agent 52, Destroyer, and JB Heasy. Thank you all for being producers. And uh, any shout-outs, Cedo? Uh, I'm going to shout-out Blake for joining the family. And I am going to shade-out you for upgrading Timmy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah gotta agree uh welcome to the wolfpack fam um i love everyone coming out to the stream and purchasing in a friendly war so everyone that did that and uh honestly c-note i think that people are being extra great sports uh dealing with all c2j shenanigans so everyone that's uh putting fun first and clash a close second thank you for all of that yeah yeah i mean everybody knows this by now we're we you know what i mean we don't take things super serious and we love to have fun so if that's what you're about come join the family absolutely all right you ready to do a little after dark i am let's do it welcome back to clash after dark Cedo, you proposed a fantastic topic today and it honestly got uh Got the old memory lane juices flowing. So we're doing top 10 90s TV shows. And I had to exclude sci-fi because of my homerism for sci-fi in the 90s. So I didn't have any sci-fi on my list. Do you have any sci-fi on your list, C? I did not. No, I didn't. Okay, perfect. All right. Top 10 90s TV shows. I have one honorable mention. Do you have an honorable mention? I do. Okay, we'll hit. The, well, I guess we'll hit that one at the end. But we'll start with ten. I'll let uh, I'll let you go ahead and go first. See what's your ten. My number ten is Family Guy, and oh wow, okay, yeah. I I I struggled with it. Didn't really. I 
I kind of came across it. Uh, it kind of left my memory bank. And then I was kind of perusing shows of the 90s and found it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I, I've laughed so hard at that show so many times. It cannot not be in my top 10. I, I have a feeling that I spoke too soon about catching so much flack on a list because I can already tell, so you know, that you and I are going to get flack for missing shows because I, I feel like this is going to be near and dear to the demographic that generally listens to us. And I feel like we're going to miss one and we're going to get a lot of shade. I think I'm going to get a lot of shade for some of I think, in my top five that others probably oh. haven't even watched. So Right. Okay. So uh, you're, that was your number 10, right? Yep. Yep. All right. My number 10 is Home Improvement. And as a kid, because, you know, that's when I was like going to high school. Uh, spoiler alert, I graduated in double O. So you can kind of gauge where I was in life. That was definitely one that you could watch with the whole fam. It was super funny. Um, kind of got me into cars a little teeny bit. Like, honestly, the Ferrari, like seeing the Ferrari F50 was what got me into cars. And then Home Improvement was just kind of like another iteration of it. It was a funny show. My parents liked it. It's kind of about cars. Home Improvement's my number 10. What's your name? And, and that's, uh, that was a really good show. I didn't uh, really catch the hype of it while it was live. Oh. I watched it in syndication. And oh. I kind of felt like I missed out on it, you know, back when it was actually, you know, on air. Oh, no. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was, uh, it was, it was a pretty big deal back in the day. Like, that was, um, that was like one of the shows. Yeah, it really was. Um, and I, I guess I just avoided all the hype of it at the time. And then it came to syndication and I watched it and it, it was hilarious. Um, my number nine um, is probably going to <laughs> probably not going to be on a lot of people's top 10 list. My number nine is Family Matters with uh, with Stephen Q. Urkel. Oh, no, that's a great show. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, I don't think that's. The, I think that should be on a lot of people's list. Like, it didn't make mine, but I'm totally not going to blame you for having that. I watched pretty much every single episode. Yeah, it was kind of short lived. It didn't have a lot of season. Would have had like maybe four seasons, maybe five mm-hmm. at most. So it was kind of short. But I know that like the kids kind of grew up quickly. So, but yeah, I, I, you're going to notice a theme to some of my top ten where I like the kind of the feel good, funny. Mm-hmm sitcom so to speak so no that's an amazing um, show love it what um what's your number nine number nine and so this is where a little bit my homerism <laughs> goes and uh i kind of make sure on the year on this one i might be i might be messed up the year but it's batman beyond there is also another batman show on here uh and people know how big of a batman fan i am but batman beyond's my number nine uh number nine what about your eight and I will tell you, and this goes against, because I know we've talked about in length about superheroes and how much we enjoy them, comic books, movies, et cetera. And uh, I can tell you that I have no superhero based um, shows in my top 10, which is surprising for me. Um, my number, uh, we're on eight, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, my number eight is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm a huge Will Smith fan. And mm-hmm. up to that point, I listened to all his music. So it was amazing seeing him have his own show. And mm-hmm. he is just, he is super funny. I barely I barely got the Batman Beyond thing. It started in 99 and went into 2000. So I'm going to go ahead and call that one. Because number eight, I had the exact same one. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Amazing nice. show. Love it. Nice. Yep. Yes. And I'm actually glad you said that, that you put in a couple of shows that technically were in the 2000s, but aired in 99, because I have mm-hmm. two uh, of those shows, technically, that did that. So, But I counted them as 90s. 
Nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, seven. My number seven is uh, a show called Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, uh, was yeah. Thought- mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Wayne Brady was, is just hilarious. And I love that impromptu comedy um, that they had to do. I, I think that like the spontaneity of it, it was, it was just hysterical. No, that's a fantastic one. My number seven, and I people know that I love cartoons. My number seven was Animaniacs, and I feel like that's one of the best cartoons of all time. And I think that it definitely was one of the shining lights uh, in the 90s. I think 90s had a lot of great cartoons, but that one in particular I thought was fantastic. So Animaniacs is my seven. Oh, that's a good choice. I, I like that cartoon myself. Watched it quite a bit. Um my number six is Boy Meets World. Um, I, I love that show. And it's another one of those feel-good kind of, you know, mm-hmm. moral lessons kind of thing. But uh, I thought it, I thought um, they did a very good job on that. Plus, I, I, <laughs> I love Mr. Feeney's character. <laughs> mm, my number six, I am a huge Martin Lawrence fan. Huge. And so... Obviously, I got to have Martin on my list. So Martin is my number six. Love that show. Thought it was so funny, and I pretty much love everything that he's done. Like I'm the huge like no matter what it is, even if people are like objectively saying that was not a bad movie, if Martin Lawrence is in it, I'm like, no, that was fine. That was a good movie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, I'm the same way. Yeah, I love, love him, him as as an actor, and that that I toyed with that. That was. If we had a top 20, that would be in the top 20. It did not make my top 10, but it, it was a very funny show. I, I, I'm a huge Martin Lawrence fan. Um, my number five is kind of like, is <laughs> goes against what I, what I was saying about the theme of my top 10. It goes against it completely. Um, and you had to have HBO to get this show. Um, it's mm. a show called Oz, mm. uh, the prison show. Oh mm-hmm. God, was that, that was amazing. Um, I mean, just the the it from just the first episode to the end, it was just incredible to see. No, that one, that one is probably a lot of people's like top five favorite in the '90s. People love that show. Now, would you? What? What? One of the premises that I I put kind of in my head when I did this list, and and I I kind of want your opinion on it was. Um, it, it. I I thought what shows if they were on syndication or if I was flipping through the channels from the nineties, would I actually stop and watch? Uh, mm-hmm. And these are the shows um, that I think I would do that to. I, I mean, what was your criteria when you picked your list? Uh, it was, it was like a little, it was like a little bit of like a couple things. One is one is that where it's like, and I think I, I get what you're saying where like you would watch, you know, watch it today. Like not only do you think of it was good in the day, but also you would watch it today. It might not necessarily hold up the same but like personally you liked it is that, is that right. what you're trying to say yeah right yep something i would yeah i would very easily watch today yeah uh, I, as i did back then i tried to blend like the nostalgia of how i liked it back then to how it held held holds up today to not necessarily how it holds up but like my own personal taste if i was to watch it today so i try to kind of blend all those together gotcha Gotcha. What's uh, what's your number five? My number five is Friends, and I feel like nobody can argue with that being on anyone's top ten list. It's just, I mean, it's just there. It's like one of the greatest shows of all time, arguably. So, I mean, it's got to be there. It it is actually. Um, 
I, I'll confess that I was Google searching top. At first, it was like top 100. Then it was top 50 show, 90 shows of all time. And Friends was either number one or number two. Um, it did not make my list. And I, I agree with you. And in anybody's top 10 list, it's it's totally credible and it's an amazing show. But I think syndication kind of ruined it for me because I watched it so much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that song that you like on first on the radio and then the radio plays it 10,000 <laughs> times. and You're like, now I hate this song. Mm-hmm. So I don't hate friends. I just I'm just kind of like, ah, I, just, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, my number four um, kind of started. A, well, it was the first time I ever saw him, but um the number four is in living color. Um, and I love Jim Carrey uh, from that day forward. Oh, no, that's a fantastic show. And that's super 90s. I mean, it doesn't get much more 90s than in living color. Oh, no doubt. Yes. Uh, and just some of the things they did was were hysterical. And a, and a lot of stars came out of that, you know, uh, series. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My, uh, my number four and anyone that, like, grew up through like middle school high school childhood in the 90s this is gonna be in your top couple is saved by the bell um and i <laughs> and obviously a whole bunch of those uh, a couple of those actors went on to go do other things but i i feel like i feel like that even with the corny kind of like brick cell phone and all the other stuff that was going on that doesn't hold up just those characters were just so appealing to kids and uh, teenagers that it's just super fun and just fantastic. Uh, yeah, no argument here. You're right. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it, but it is definitely on my list. Um, my number three is going to it's <laughs> it's going to get me a, about as much flack as as uh, naming the Titanic in one of my <laughs> <laughs> um, female mm-hmm. roles is going to get or got me. Um, my number three is Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, um, my goodness. Okay. And <gasps> I, I never watched the show. I got engaged, and my fiance at the time was a huge 90210 fan. Mm-hmm. And I had never watched the show up until that point. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, like, I worked nights at the time, and she worked days. So And she worked for a cable company, so we got free channels galore. And I found myself watching this show to catch up to have something to talk to her about. And before I knew it, I was hooked. And uh, I, I <laughs> secretly bought like the entire set, all seasons on DVD, um, and still have to this day. Oh my god! The people definitely had a cult following for that show, so I can totally see how it got you hooked in. It did, yes. And I had a huge crush on uh, Kelly or Jenny Garth, um, mm-hmm. so it just kept me coming back. Um, what about your top three? Or your, I'm sorry, your number three. Uh, my number three is X-Men from the early 90s, the cartoon. I feel like, other than the comics, it's the only time the X-Men didn't suck when they tried to bring it out to the main populace. So the the cartoon from the seasons one through three um, was fantastic and uh, one of my favorites of all time. I, I can't argue that. that you, you nailed it on the head there. Like that series is probably one of the only times that I did not dislike, you know, the X-Men and and I don't dislike them as a whole. It's just, they're very hard to follow and watching that show was very easy and it was uh, very entertaining. Mm -hmm. I feel like of the two things that people really, really like 
that's they, when they've tried to bring it to the main populace, it's been not super great. The two ones that jump to mind is X-Men and Superman. Like, I feel like Superman is super loved, but I feel like when they try to do movies of him, like, I think the shows are actually pretty good. When they try to do TV shows with Superman, they're pretty good, but the movies are kind of meh. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, there's only so many times you can tell the story, and the yeah. story really doesn't have a lot of variance. So yep. you either like them or you don't. Um, all right, so my number two, uh, again, is an HBO series. And to your point, was um, was actually spawned in 1999. So I counted okay. it yeah. as a 90s show. Mm-hmm. Um, but The Sopranos was Ooh. is my number two. Um, and... I am not Italian, but watching that show, I wanted to be Italian and I wanted to be in the mob because uh, mm-hmm. they, they made it seem totally awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I was hooked on that show. That's another one that I bought like all the DVDs of all the seasons for um, just to have it if I ever want to watch it again. I mean, so like as a kid, we didn't have HBO, but uh, like that was the first show that people talked so much about to, about it to me. I was like, I started to understand what HBO was, if that makes sense. Like, as just a kid that just had, like, normal basic cable and that, like, whatever, just watch whatever on after school. Like, I didn't really know of this, like, like premium channel world. But when people started talking about The Sopranos, I was like, oh, shit, okay, so that's what they're kind of talking about, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, and it was literally the only reason why we had HBO was for that show. And once it, you know, when it would end, we would cancel HBO and then pick it back up when the, you know, the new season came out. And I don't think that ever has stopped. Cause I think that people do that all the time still for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yep. That's true. Uh, okay. Uh, was that your, okay. Where were we at on that one? We two. are number two. Yep. All right. My number two, and this could have, this could have been my number one, maybe. Like, I feel like, I feel like it was of any show that could compete with my number one, it would be this one. And I can talk to people using only show quotes from this show and have entire conversations just going back and forth on quotes and skits. But it's Seinfeld. I am such a huge Seinfeld fan. It's like insane. I still have, even though I haven't watched the show in quite a while i still have like tons of episodes basically memorized and i love so I, i'm like i like seinfeld's stand-up i think it's like okay but i feel like in the show the actors that they picked um the the different skits that they did and the kind of humor i feel like all those individually are okay like i'll watch a, a seinfeld stand-up or i'll watch you know, one of the other characters be in a different show, but I feel like they're just okay. But for whatever reason, the sum of the parts are much greater, like make a bigger, like it's like they Voltron together into like such an epic show. And that's why I love Seinfeld. And so I'm like, to this day, still a ginormous Seinfeld uh, fan. Yeah, that's a very good show. And you really can't go wrong with it. And uh, having a show... with i I know it's not a term but just common sense humor you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you think it's just kind of like it hits you and um i I always enjoyed that i didn't i didn't really put i you know i was young obviously when that was on and i watched it quite a bit but i didn't really put two and two together i thought that um jerry seinfeld was just they were just making him a comedian in the show i didn't know he was an actual stand-up comedian Mm -hmm. until older and i listened to him and he's actually pretty funny Mm -hmm. um as a stand-up comedian so 
um, I kind of feel that was another one where I kind of felt left in the cold because I'm like, wow, if I had known he did stand up comedy, I probably would have listened a long time ago. Um, so, yeah, that no, that's a very good choice. And I can see how that could be like number one or number two on anybody's list. Mm -hmm. All right. So no surprise. Uh, and we kind of teased it earlier. Mm -hmm. My number one is Saved by the Bell. Um, oh, love that show. Yeah. I had pretty much crushes on Kelly, Lisa, um, Jesse, all of them growing mm -hmm. up. I actually planned my day. I don't know what time it came on. Well, we have a three-hour time difference. Um, uh -huh. I grew up on the East Coast in New England. And um, so the show wouldn't come on until I believe it was like 12.30 p.m., um, you know, around the lunchtime. Oh. So I would have friends call me and say, hey, what do you want to do today? And I'd be like, I can't do anything until one o'clock because I have <laughs> right. to watch Saved by the Bell. Um, so, uh. And I, I caught a lot of criticism for that uh, when I was young. Like, you watch that show? Oh, my God. We have to wait for you to watch that show? So... Um, yes, you do. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I couldn't miss it. Um, I, I'd say the only downfall to that, I didn't really care for the, the Tory era uh, when she came in for like half a season. No? I wasn't a big fan of that. Um, no, because, you know, you get so used to kind of the preppy look that they have. And here comes yeah. this kind of, you know, rough um, biker chick woman that, you know, likes leather jackets and working on yeah. cars. And it was like, ah, you really don't fit into you know, Beverly Hills type of, um, uh, a school, you know? Mm -hmm. So you just named yeah. why she's hotter. <laughs> All the things that you're saying, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Okay. So I wouldn't, if we were in high school, I wouldn't be competing with you for Tori. <laughs> right. You could have Tori. I will take Kelly. We will both be happy. Yep. And, um, I'd be, I mean, it, first of all, everyone loves Kelly. Like, literally, it doesn't matter who you are, everyone fell in love with Kelly during that show. If you were uh, a person that uh, enjoyed that gender, you fell in love with Kelly, right? Like, I mean, there's no way around it. Like, it was just whatever the stars aligned for the 90s. Every, I never heard of one person that says they don't like that character. No. Yeah, you're right. Anybody that grew up in that era. I mean, she was actually everyone the first actress. Yeah, she was the first actress that I actually bothered to learn the name of you know, their real name, Tiffany Amber Theason. Yeah. And uh, because I was like, oh my God, she is, she is gorgeous. I have, I got to know her name. So yeah. And um, her real name just rolls right off the tongue. Such a badass name to begin with. It, yeah, it really does. Yeah. Okay. She definitely has a, like a stage name. Um, so on to your number one, good sir. All right. My number one, and this is where we're going to get a lot of shit. So because of my homerism, it's Batman the Animated Series, which I feel like is one of the best cartoons ever. Uh, ever. I feel like objectively, like not even if you're a Batman fan, objectively, the stories and the writing are fantastic. The voice acting is unbelievable. I feel like just objectively, it is a fantastic show. It even holds up. Like they, they made the cartoon in such a way where it had like kind of like an old fashioned -y vibe, but still like if you were to watch it today, it was kind of like... It was kind of like um, it was kind of like an old-fashioned vibe, but they kind of spun it to be futuristic, and I think they kind of did that on purpose so that way when you watched it um, as time goes on, as the years go on, that um, it held up. But so that's my number one. I know that's a little bit of Homerism thing. It's not going to be on many people's top ten lists. Like it probably will be on people's top five, top ten cartoons of the '90s or even cartoons of all time, but we're not shows. So there's been tons of stuff that we missed that we're going to have to talk about real quick. 
So we have just randomly in the chat. Let's look here. Uh, so the Simpsons, neither would be on the list. I feel like that's a huge fail. The Simpsons is not on either one of our lists. But it was on my list to begin with, but uh, Family Guy took it over. Family Guy, uh, Baywatch. Baywatch was horrible. I, I mean, it was I mean, it was like a show that you watched, kind of. Like, was Baywatch? Would Baywatch really make your list? No, because I, I really didn't want to watch the girls. I was kind of out dating at that time, so I didn't really have any time for that show. Plus, I was never a big, like, other than Knight Rider, I was never yeah. a big David Hasselhoff fan. What else we mix? Missed your, I don't know, we're going to miss something. Okay, what was your honorable mention? All right, well, this, this may be something that a lot of people have not heard of, even including yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a cartoon that came out in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, early 90s. Excuse me. Lasted okay. um, for like maybe two and a half seasons. It is a cartoon called The Tick. Oh, I um, love The Tick. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Ben Edlund is hilarious, um, you know, as his voice. Yeah. Um but no, I, yeah, I love that. I, from the, the very, I'm like, what is this? You know, mm-hmm. watching it and I just, I was hooked and I, just, I could not stop laughing. It's so silly and slapstick that it's just, it's hilarious. Yeah. I love the, the new tick stuff. Like, cause there's like tick stuff that's going on now. Like yes. present days. I love the stuff that's now. I love the old stuff. I love everything to do with the tick. I don't know why it works because it's like super goofy premise, but for some reason it just works unbelievably. I was even thinking about it today. And if, if anybody that's watched it, um, they had a, a villain called Chairface that actually had a chair for a head <laughs> and he wanted to carve his name in the moon. And I, and I, I chuckled to myself because the creators actually took the time that every time they showed the moon after that episode, it had CH and half an A every single time after that episode because he obviously failed in putting his whole name in there. Um, And I found myself laughing um, like, wow, they even went as far to make the moon every single episode after that with that CH half A on it. <laughs> no, love that one. My honorable mention was DuckTales, and I will tell you that huge DuckTales fan, even the video games, everything growing up. I've actually tried to watch some of the remakes and stuff like that currently, and for some reason I can't really get them, but that was like such one of my favorite shows growing up that I had to toss it on as an honorable mi- mention. No, that was a good... I watched that. I remember watching that, too. Uh, it's it's funny how our honorable mentions are both cartoons. <laughs> right? I still remember. That's when I had the chicken pox, and I played original NES um, the DuckTales uh, when I had the chicken pox as a kid. Yes. Yes. Okay, I, now I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Um, <laughs> not not with the DuckTales pox, watch when he was a kid. There we go. That and um, I used to watch Darkwing Duck. Oh, yes. Amazing. And to your point, I, I forgot to, or I neglected to mention, I remember the Batman animated series was amazing. And I remember um, at the time, it was kind of like it blocked off an hour of my day because Gargoyles, where I was from, mm-hmm. came on before Batman yep. the animated series. So I would literally have to watch both cartoons back to back. And yep. that would be that block of the hour. Absolutely. There were so many Star Trek The Next Generation voices on Gargoyles, too. It was just, like, perfect for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was was a a great hour of television every day. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, yeah, and like you're saying, that like perfect timing too, because like you got home from so like Saved by the Bell for me, like you had to haul ass home, and like if you hurried home, you could like get home just in time to watch it, and like you're saying, like you couldn't do anything. I think it was like five o'clock, like. By the time that the Gargoyles Batman was done, it was like, I think it was on between like 3.30 and 4.30 or something like that. Like, you're like, I just can't do anything because like, I have to watch this show. And it was like, my life depended on it. <sighs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's actually sad because um, talking to people of my age, when I grew up, um, Saturday mornings were the best. I mean, it was nonstop cartoons on like maybe five major channels. Um, so I would literally, and this is crazy because, you know, what do school kids do on the weekends? They sleep in. I would literally get up at six in the morning to be able to start watching all the cartoons, mm-hmm. um, you know, from six in the morning till Saved by the Bell um, at 1230. And then it almost was a letdown when one o'clock came around because it was like, oh, my God, my my day is over. Like <laughs> my day of programming <laughs> is over. So, um uh. Yeah, you know, and then that's usually, like I said, the friends would call and say, "Hey, what are you doing? I'm watching Saved by the Bell." Oh, okay, I'll let you go. I'll call you back <laughs> after. Okay, <laughs> you know, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, but that was at that time. That was the thing to do. TV was kind of booming at mm-hmm. that time, and um, you you had to. There's no streaming that you could do at that time, so you had to watch it live. Yep. VCRs were finicky, and sometimes didn't catch your show. And if it didn't record your show, you were mad AF about it. Yes, or if it did, sometimes you got that snow, you know, constantly like in and out of it. And you're like, oh my God, what happened? (laughs) Yeah, you just like yell at your parents. It's like, I promise I will mow the lawn immediately when the show's over. I promise. Yes, or if you're going somewhere, like I didn't have a VCR in my room or anything. It was on the main TV that my parents used to watch. And you would be like, please, please, please record this for me, please. And, you know, you'd go out and do your thing and come back and you'd be all excited and they'd forget. And then like 10 minutes into the show, they'd start recording. So you missed like the beginning. Oh, I still remember though, like at the end of high school, I got pretty good at um, programming the VCR that they had to record shows. So I would do that for my mom and dad to earn brownie points of like setting up routines to record shows for them. So that, that helped out a little bit to earn brownie points of like, I just need 30 minutes to get through the show. Then I'll go do whatever you want me to do. <laughs> you know, mine was pretty much like what you were saying, like mow the lawn, rake the leaves, you know, do those kind of favors. Um, yeah. I wasn't technologically advanced as far as, you know, dealing with the VCR. It was either the tape was broken or it worked. Yeah, and that's and I th- the only thing that would like screw up the whole schedule was um, during the school year when they, when you had practice and you had to go to practice like right after school and you like missed all your shows. It was like almost not worth it because I wanted to watch shows not go to practice. Or <laughs> this happened to me a couple times. You you have your VCR set to record a show that you're on, and you didn't know that there was going to be a presidential speech. Oh and yeah, shows were going to be pushed like an hour. <laughs> And you come home and yeah, I know I got in trouble one time because I came home and I put the tape in the in the VCR, push rewind and hit play and saw like uh, the president speaking. And I'm like, what the? And my mother was like, what did you just say? And I'm like, nothing. (laughs) I was just upset about President Clinton's scandal, mom. (laughs) Right. Yeah. He didn't do it. He said he didn't do it. Did you see the commercials that they're doing um, 
like a whole remake of that where like the the trailer is they like cast uh clinton and hillary and it's like it's like bills going to the bed and like kind of like kind of bracing for impact for hillary to see the big scandal it's called like impeachment or something i think it's gonna be like an amazon show have you seen that yet yes yeah well i saw oh. the previous oh yeah, yeah. And somebody, I was like, what the fuck is this show? And then they like start into that. I'm like, don't tell me they're going to do this. And they make it all dramatic. And I'm like, oh my God, we're really going to make a whole show about this? All right. <laughs> that was, I, I didn't really realize, I mean, I was young. I didn't realize the huge scandal that was back then. And um, I watched a documentary on it and I'm like, oh my God, all that stuff was going on. And I didn't even know it. Yeah, it definitely, definitely at that, I wasn't old enough to really, I guess, yeah. appreciate all that but yeah same i was just kind of like you heard about it but it was like yeah that doesn't concern me i don't care all right well i'm ready to see what people uh disagree with or agree because i'm sure we're going to get a lot of uh a lot of comments on this one. Oh yes yes people had their favorite shows and i think we we nailed some of them but i think there's others out there that are still kind of floating mm-hmm. like you said the simpsons and Baywatch, and um, there's probably a few others that didn't make our list that people are going to give a shit about. Oh, absolutely. Uh, awesome. All right. Say bye to the peeps. Later, folks. <laughs>